AT&T Connects and Ode to Podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hilson, Adonis. Mm-hmm. Back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career and here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Yeah, I come from the school of Tupac. I'm a rival. You don't want to watch me. Hold up. I want to ask you a question real quick. Let's just keep it real straight shot with no chaser. I'm going to get a little bit rougher. I'm here for those who really believe in the American process. All of us. Straight shot, no chaser. With your girl, Tesla Figaro, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. So this is Tesla Figaro. I am the host of Straight Shot, No Chaser on the Black Effect Podcast Network. If you have not... Uh, subscribe to my podcast, please do. You can get it wherever you get your podcasts or you can go to blackeffect.com and find out where to follow me there. Uh, we are available on iHeart app, obviously. Uh, Spotify, anywhere you get your podcast, you can listen. For those of you who don't know, I drop new content every week. Now, this week, we started doing something a little bit different. Uh, for those of you that uh, have an opportunity 
to um, Twitter. Let me know if you can hear me. I just got a call and I want to set my um, do not disturb on Twitter. Give me a 100 if you still can hear me. Um, so for those of you, thank you so much. So um, this week, but just to handle a couple of business notes that you need to know this week, we'll be merging um, all of the front page news segments and dropping that on my feed as well. Instagram, can you give me a five if you've been listening to me on um, The Breakfast Club on the front page news? Twitter, can you give me a 100 or a fist up if you've been listening to me on The Breakfast Club during uh, doing front page news? I do it 6 a.m., 7 a.m. every day. Um, for those of you that, that follow me from the podcast space, the activist space, the... Um, Wherever you found me, uh, a lot of folks have saw me debate uh, a lot in on Black News Channel, Fox News, MSNBC, and I want to I want to tell you this because I know it's 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 hard it's a hard concept for people to understand. There are different hats that I wear. I am the same person, but there are different hats with different goals that I do, and that's going to have a lot to do with this conversation here uh, with Dr. West and uh, Dr. Umar's response to Dr. West. Um, but when I am doing the front page news, it is more of a uh, moderator type role, which means that I'm giving the news, I'm curating the news, um, summarizing it in a way that is easy for you to understand. I have a time limit. Um, mainly the six o'clock is maybe four or five minutes at best. Uh, the seven, uh, the seven o'clock, I have a little bit more time. If you can bind both of those uh, hits together in the media, we call it a hit. Uh, it's a total of probably 10 or 11 minutes. And that is with discussion with four or five people in the room. So for those of you, especially on Twitter, because I know how y'all like to get down. Oh, she didn't say this or she didn't say that. Or why didn't she? I need you guys to understand there's different roles. So I run a whole communications firm. In case you don't know, teslamfigro.com. My full-time job is running a communications firm. I do punditry and commentary that you guys have seen me uh, part-time as a part of something that I do, but it is not what I do full-time um, as far as working on campaigns, training candidates. I've done that for over the last decade plus. Please check out my resume on tesmfigo.com because resumes do matter. Uh, whether you guys believe it or not, resumes do matter. Um, so with that said, when I'm giving the news, and yes, I insert my opinion, but I do toss it to the guys to give their opinion, to give their feedback, and I'm there just mainly to inform. And when there is something that I need to go deeper, uh, give my opinion, I, I certainly uh, do not. I'm, I don't I'm not I don't run from that. Um, but I also like to use my podcast uh, as an opportunity to talk in deep, to go a little bit deeper in long form. So you don't ever have to worry about how I feel about a situation. Uh, my podcast has over 200 plus episodes uh, on how I feel about something, my position on something, and I talk nonstop. So nobody is over here ducking no wreck. So let's make sure we get that on out the way. And also, let me say this particularly to my Twitter family, because I know y'all don't like, they call it being docs on Twitter, docs, docs, docs. You know, I don't like being docs. I don't, I don't like my name out there. Well, let me just break it on down to you. I'm, I'm docs. I'm all the way docs. Somebody give me a 100 if you know what I'm talking about. That means I go by my first and my last name. I don't run from nobody. So no disrespect to those of you that hide under uh, other names because y'all say, you know, the people going to come get you and they you're such a threat to society that, you know, everybody's looking for your information. Well, I just want to be clear that a lot of times, and this means no disrespect to anybody, but when we start, when I am doing these types of conversations, 
this is truly a class. I don't mind um, looking at people's comments. It's a little bit easier to do it on Instagram, but Twitter, you can certainly put your comments down at the bottom. And I do I do address your comments as I am talking during my commentary. But I do want you to understand, and this is no shade, but I do when people debate me and people like to challenge me, I like you to be docs too. I like docs for docs on crime. I like docs on docs crime, meaning I like to know who you are, what you do, what you bring to the table, because in though, although in this social media space, y'all like to talk a lot about where everybody got an opinion. Well, not with me, you don't. The opinion has to be an informed opinion. Amen. The Supreme Court actually writes out something called an opinion, and that opinion has to be an informed opinion. So although you may have one, although I may appreciate it, I kind of like to know what it is that you're talking about. And are you doing it based upon experience? Because there's plenty of people in this space on Twitter, as y'all like to say, cooking. They like to call it cooking. It's plenty of po folks cooking, but didn't go get no chef no chef certification. I don't know if your kitchen is clean. I don't know what kind of supplies you you using. I know it sounds good, but at the end of the day, I need to know what is it that you do? What is it that you've done? How do we know the receipts on all of the good theory that you talked about? How do we know that that actually works? So when it comes to politics, as we're getting ready to have this political discussion, I'm setting this up now. When it comes to politics, I'm going to speak from being a director of communications on winning campaigns, being a campaign manager on winning campaigns, flipping whole states for Bernie Sanders, the only black person that was in Michigan when we did a historic victory and stole it from Hillary Clinton. This is where this knowledge is coming from. It's really important that we know that, guys, because a lot of y'all got a whole lot to say. And I don't I, I have no problem with it. But understand when I'm talking, I am talking from a space of actually working on winning. Somebody say winning, winning campaigns. Yes, there are campaigns that don't win. Yes, there are some that just run to run. And I'm going to talk about that. But there, there's something to be said about actually knowing how to win a campaign. I said, let me say it again. There's something to be said about actually winning a campaign. Meaning, have you ever been a field director? Have you ever had to write a press release? Have you ever had to take a candidate from the grassroots, move them all the way up to beat the establishment? Do you even know what a win number is? Do you know what strategy is? Or is it that you've read so many books that you understand the theory? Is it that you're so provocative that you do YouTube videos all day long, but you ain't never worked on nobody campaign? See, that matters. That matters when we start talking about politics. Now, when we start talking about activism, that is where you guys come into play. Activism is talking about all of the things, all of the demands that you want. But when we start talking about politics and campaigning and campaigns, that is a very different conversation. So I'm getting ready to have that conversation with you now. I will weave back and forth from activism, candidates and actual campaigns. We all on the same page. Now, I posted a video of Dr. Umar Johnson and I cut it. But Dr. Umar Johnson addressed uh, Dr. West and him running for president. At the beginning, I cut it. You can go back and, and watch it. At the beginning of the video, he talked about uh, that he had a lot of respect for Dr. West, that he uh, certainly respects him as a scholar. He also said that um, he appreciates all that he's done, but he had a couple of concerns. Now, one concern he had that I did not upload, one for the sake of time, and also because I know that that concern is 
based upon my experience with Dr. West, again, just talking about my experience. Well, Tesla, what do you mean your experience? Well, again, I worked on the Bernie Sanders campaign in 2015, the end of 2015. I was this national racial justice director. Cornell Smith, Cornell West was an actual, uh, was an actual surrogate for Bernie Sanders, had an opportunity to drive him, uh, to Chicago. We say, I think it was from Iowa to Chicago. And we were in the car for five or six hours. And I had an opportunity to really get to know him uh, through both of his campaigns. Y'all show some love to attorney uh, on Twitter to attorney Demario Solomon Simmons. That is the attorney in real time uh, that is working on uh, reparations for the, the three remaining survivors of Tulsa Green uh, um, uh, Black Wall Street. Follow him if you want to know more about that case. Um, so I, based upon my experience with Dr. West, I'm going to have an experience based on what I saw. And so when Dr. Umar's first, and, and he has every right to be concerned, but his first concern was wondering if Dr. Umar, uh, wondering if Dr. West is being used by the Democrat party. And I know, especially y'all on Twitter, cause you know, y'all love, well, my Twitter family, y'all love conspiracy theories like nobody's business. Everybody's an opt. Everybody's an agent. I, I ain't never seen so many. And and just let me just do a side note on this. It, it's so hilarious that y'all actually think that the feds is spending multi millions of dollars to listen to people's Twitter space. And I, I don't mean to do no shade, but I, I got to take a pause with that because I do want some of y'all to kind of get into reality just a little bit, just a little bit. Uh, maybe Demario Simmons can put a 100 up because the amount of money that you have to spend on getting a wire and actually going through the process to get a judge to give a wire, there actually has to be a threat. I just want to just pause there just for a moment. And, and we'll get back to this for a second. But I, I rarely go live on Twitter. So I, I just do want y'all to know that because there's a lot of every time I, I listen to one of y'all on Twitter, somebody talk about who's an opt and who's an agent, who's an opt and who's an agent. So I just I just want to give you some reality right quick. It costs millions of dollars. They can't even get wires on people that are doing real shit, real crimes, just, just so y'all know. So I just want you to just think about what would be the benefit of the feds listening to your Twitter space? I mean, seriously, what would be the, what would be the advantage of the feds investing millions of dollars, hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars to listen to a Twitter space with a handle that goes by hot dog eight, five, seven, nine. I just want to give you some reality. Just some reality. Tell me why would the feds spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to listen to a Twitter space of somebody that hasn't identified their name? Because, you know, y'all afraid to do that. I do it all the time. No, hasn't identified the name. And I know y'all say, well, that's because they're trying to demotivate us from our movement. Well, let me ask you this, Twitter family, since I got you here. What are you doing to put a threat to the government? I asked you at the rally last year, who are you going to run in California? I haven't seen nobody raise their hand yet. Tell me where the threat is. What is the what is the federal government afraid of? Y'all cooking on Twitter? Real talk. What are that what are they afraid of? I really want to know. What do you think they would spend 2 to 300,000 dollars a month? 
to listen to you on Twitter if it's not resulting in you organizing hundreds and thousands of people just in your city alone. See, the government is only afraid of people that actually challenges the government. Just so y'all know. And challenging the government ain't talk. Let's just use Demario Solomon Simmons, Attorney Simmons, since he's in the building. See, Attorney Solomon Simmons is actually suing the government. Actually suing the government for reparations. Do y'all understand the difference? Not just talking about it, but actually putting his name and filing a motion, which he's done out of pocket, by the way, for several years. And actually saying, hey, you know what, government, I'm going to sue you to give black people their money back. Family on Twitter, I need y'all to know the difference on what the government is actually afraid of. That paperwork matters. Talking on Twitter is a great thing to motivate you guys. It's great. But where is the class action lawsuit? Where is somebody filing to sue on behalf of anybody getting anything back? Where is the candidates that I asked you guys about? Where is the political action committee? Even though ADOS, they don't like me, I do think they're going in the right direction by having at least a political action committee. Where's the political action committee that is actually putting people in office to challenge the establishment? Nobody is afraid of your talk. Let me say it again. Nobody is afraid of your talk. Not enough for somebody to spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to infiltrate you on Twitter. Because what are they infiltrating? Yes, the government is afraid of influence as well. But influence that is not having movement is just talk. I'm responding to the person on Twitter on my Instagram. Let me say this again. What influence? Let somebody look up. Let's look up the definition of influence. I'm getting off track here, but I, I got I got to do this because this all comes into play. Somebody else told me this too. I had a conversation with 19 Keys about this as well. Let's look up the definition of influence because many of you are getting confused on what influence means. So influence is it says the capacity to have an effect on the character, development, or behavior of someone or something. And I need you to know that just talking is not a behavior. It's just talking. Can we look up behavior for those of us that like words? Put a 100 if you like words. I, I know a lot of you don't. And this ain't no shade, but we, we got to deal with this. Behavior means the way in which one acts or conducts, conducts themselves especially but towards towards others. Now, I am a big believer that social media is helpful. I said it the other day when everybody was pushing for AJ Owens. Yes, it's helpful. But I need you to understand that was just one component of it. It also was many of us that were calling up to the sheriff's department demanding an arrest. It also was the attorneys they were also saying that if something's not being done, we're going to push for a hate crime. And actually, somebody got to have a law license to actually go down and file something. Amen. So it is not that social media is not important. 
It is not that talking on Twitter and what y'all call cooking is not important, but I need you to know that influence is more than just talking on social media. See, the key word to influence is action. The capacity to make somebody move. When I go to Orlando and I say I'm showing up in Orlando, you know why the mayor shows up? The two or three commissioners show up that I put in office? You know why? Because Orlando know I can make 500 people move at the drop of a hat overnight. They've seen me do it multiple times. So when I show up and say, hey, I'm coming to town, I got a problem with something. They show up. They did it right in front of Senator Turner. They said, when I knew you was coming, I knew I, I had to go. Let me give you another example, Twitter family. This ain't bragging. I just want y'all to know what influence look like. Do y'all remember when I was talking about when we all vote? That campaign on um, when we all vote did backs that ass up. And they also did. Um, uh, what was it, guys? I, I challenged them about the uh, the black dating service. You guys remember that? You guys saw that in real time on Twitter, remember? I said that I didn't like how they did it. And I thought it was tacky. And do you remember, Twitter family, when When We All Vote came to my Twitter space? They didn't do it because I had 100,000 followers or 200,000 followers. I think at that time I had 30,000 at best and I wasn't on Breakfast Club on a daily basis. You know why they came over there to listen to what I had to say? Because they're afraid of people that can organize. You know the difference? Big difference. And organizing is not just organizing folks in a Twitter space. That is just one part of it. That's why when y'all see people tweeting people all day long, these organizations and tweeting people all day long and the people never respond and they tell y'all the, the people that may be a little bit naive to how this work. Oh, they don't respond to me because they know they don't want the smoke. No, they don't respond to you because they know you can't get hundreds of people to move. No shade. I'm just telling you what it is. When I called Ben and Jerry's out, you know who reached out to me immediately? Ben and Jerry's. Because there's something about getting four or five hundred people to move to take action. It's something about that. Maybe they paid attention because the 300 people came to Atlanta from all over the country to attend my training. See, that's how, that's what influence is, uh, sweethearts, sugar plums, pumpkins, and honey bunches. Talking about I get 300 people to listen to me on Twitter space is only one part of it. It requires it all. And for those of you that say, oh, yeah, but such and such got, let, let me be clear. I appreciate those of you that are provocateurs. That means people that have big platforms and they scream issues out loud, big bullhorns. That's a part of influence. But it is not the only part of influence because gathering up a bunch of people to attend an event or gathering up a bunch of people to be around each other and you're not taking those same people and actually putting them in leadership capacity. That's a different level of influence. 
It's a different level. It's levels to influence, guys. You got to know the difference. It's black businesses everywhere, guys. It's but you know how I many it's thousands of millions of black businesses. Why do y'all think somebody having a black business is so afraid? So afraid. Black people are, oh man, they just afraid because Tesla got a business. I had a staffing firm with 300 employees. I signed the front of the check every week. That wasn't what made white people pay attention to me in Orlando. I did get uh women who mean business in 2012 and 40 who under 40, but that's not what made people in Orlando take notice of me. What made people in Orlando take notice of me is before I ever paid those people, I had 300 volunteers that followed me everywhere I went on the five boards that I sat on. What they, why they move when I say move in Orlando is because they saw me take a candidate that had zero experience that was arrested 21 times and we beat a 16 year incumbent. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. It's almost here. The NYX anniversary sale starts this Thursday, May 9th at knix.com. Celebrate the intimate apparel company that has reinvented products for real life with one of NYX's biggest sales of the year. Get 30% off all leak-proof apparel from the number one leak-proof brand in North America, including period underwear, swimwear, activewear, and more. Millions of people have made the switch to NYX leak-proof underwear, and there's never been a better time for you to try. Save 30% on super comfortable, machine-washable, and great-looking underwear that's perfect for periods and light bladder leaks. Choose from a variety of colors, styles, and sizes, from extra small to 4XL. You can even match your leak-proof underwear with an incredibly supportive and comfortable NYX wireless bra. So mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak-proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K-N-I-X.com. Don't miss this. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just 
disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm looking at some of your Instagram comments that you left earlier about Dr. Umar Johnson. I'm going to go back to that. The first thing he said was he want to make sure that the Democrats are not using uh, Dr. West to get out the black black vote. The reason why I did not share that is because I do not believe that at all. Uh, this is who Dr. West has been his entire life. Uh, this is what he truly believes. And ain't nobody, y'all, y'all really be looking for conspiracy theories so bad. And he said he might be wrong, but nobody's using him to get out the black vote. That's number one. I, I just don't believe that. This man has been who he's been his entire life. And I assure you that at the end of his campaign, he's not going to say, hey, guys, you know what? You might as well just go vote Democrat. He means what he says when he says we need to get rid of a two-party system. Now, if he switches at the end, I'll be the first one to call him out. And you can put my word on that. I'll be the first one to tell him he folded like a napkin. If you don't believe me, then all you got to do is go look up my receipts with Bernie Sanders. I know y'all say y'all hate my receipts, but we got to have receipts. I work for Bernie Sanders and I called his ass out too. So I don't have no problem calling out nobody. So that's number one. The second concern that he had, which is a real concern, which is Dr. Uh, West running on a multicultural, meaning camp, like he likes to say, campaign of love, everybody in the rainbow campaign. Let me give you some breaking news. He is, guys. To the person in the Instagram that said, we got to stop giving the enemy our strategy. We got to infiltrate. Hey, guess what? I know y'all want this to be house of cards so bad, but sometimes y'all just need to believe people for who they are. Dr. West has always talked about multicultural people of color message. He, He addresses poor people first. It's not that he doesn't care about black people. It's not that he's not talking about black people. But stop thinking that everything is some big damn strategy. Y'all fell for that same thing with Barack Obama. Remember when it was the second term, many of y'all were saying, oh, wait till he get in the second term. It's going to be on. He just got to get in there first and then he got to infiltrate. No, Barack Obama was who he was the first term and the second term. And guess what the breaking news is? He, he is who he is today. It's not changing. 
So stop trying to put strategies, made up strategies that people that their resume will show you. The man said in his campaign, I'm going to talk about the things that I've been talking about my entire life. So, yes, he's going to have a multicultural campaign. And for those of you that don't like it, cool. For those of you that say, hey, at least he's talking about something the Democrats and Republicans ain't talking about, cool. Decide what you want to do, but don't come up with some. Y'all need to stop coming up with these fake ass strategies. Dr. West, how old is Dr. West? 70 something? He's always been that way. He's going to be that way. So if you want to rock with him, rock with him. No need in coming up with strategies. You know how y'all like to do on Twitter. He an op, he an agent. I ain't never seen so many ops and agents in my life. Everybody's an opt-in agent. The feds are spending millions of dollars to listen to people's Twitter space all day. And for what? To stop you from opening up another Twitter space? You, who you putting on the ballot? Who you suing for reparations? Real talk. It's not that what you're not doing is important. That's why I got the Twitter space open because, you know, I fuck with you. But I I really I need y'all to kind of get out of these 1960s uh, era you're stuck in and thinking that you guys are Malcolm and Martin. You're not. They were moving bodies all over the country. They had people moving all over the country. They were taking action. That's why the ops were after them. The ops weren't after nobody on no goddamn social media. The ops listened to the Proud Boys. Because the Proud Boys was talking about running up on the Capitol. And guess what the Proud Boys did? Ran up on the Capitol. I ain't seen y'all run up on nothing. So what the what they listening for? Listening for what? I mean, let's just keep it real. Run up on what? I was at the rally. I didn't see nobody say, hey, let's go over here and storm the Capitol. Shit, Taharka Bay ran through the whole thing. Didn't nobody even run up on him, truth be told. Like, we really want to talk about it. So run up. What, what, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what. What are, what are the fans listening to, guys? If, if you're not putting in no action, no physical action, and you ain't running up on the Capitol like the white folks did, what are they, what are these agents and ops, what are they listening for, guys? Seriously. You ain't suing nobody. You ain't putting nobody in office. Just keep on deferring to Marcel, who I have said publicly and privately, he needs to focus on his campaign. What are the ops afraid of? Somebody got to tell me what are they afraid of? I would love to see you guys organize a PAC, a political action committee. I keep saying it over and over. I think you guys will be great. I think you're some of the best provocateurs in the business, but you got to get organized. So with that said, stop thinking of fake strategies that don't exist. Dr. West will be running a least of these poor people agenda type campaign. That's why he's with the People's Party. Now, if you don't rock with that, that's fine. Now, to the people that said, to Dr. Umar, when he said, if you're going to run a multicultural campaign, we don't need you running. This is the part that I really want to address because I'm looking at a whole lot of people in the comments that don't understand what it means when somebody's not running to win. A lot of y'all field organizers, campaign field organizers, all of a sudden, we got in the comments saying, well, what's the point in running if you ain't going to win? It's called being a disruptive candidate. It's a real thing, guys. Just because you're not familiar with it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. Let me give you an example. Trump was a disruptive candidate. He did not have a clue that he would win. He won on accident. 
People do it all the time. Surely you didn't think the 17 Republicans that ran on the Republican ballot were all running to win. Surely you had to know they didn't have many of them knew they didn't have a chance in hell. Surely you had to know that Andrew Yang knew he did not have a chance in hell. Surely you had to know that Senator Elizabeth Warren knew she didn't have a chance in hell. When Bernie Sanders actually began to think he actually had a chance in hell, he was even shocked. So people run all the time and I call it not running to win. But all you hear is why are they running the game, running to win. They're running to push the least, the, the, the most likely candidate further to their side. And see, if y'all would get organized on Twitter the way I keep telling y'all to and get out these spaces and get a p- pack, you could do the same thing. We're now a candidate. will be forced. To hear your agenda. Because you guys do that well. Activists do that well. Screaming. I'll use reparations for an example. Because that's what most of you are on Twitter. Reparations, reparations, reparations. We don't want to hear nothing but reparations, reparations. That's what an activist does. They can. You can be a single issue activist. What you cannot be. And I want to say this clearly. If you want to win. You cannot be a single issue candidate. You cannot be a candidate only talking about one issue. Because you will be voting on multiple issues. And that's not dissing reparations or health care or whatever it is. But you have to be able to articulate multiple issues. If you are a candidate, that's why I say some of y'all candidates will be better as activists. It's a difference. The name of that movie, guys, um, I think it was called The Who. It was a Dr. Seuss movie. And it was about the Who's in a little town and they were all, you know, they all got together and they figured if they got loud enough, they were small, but if they got loud enough, they would be heard. And so that's what activism is. You have a pocket over here saying reparations. You have a pocket over here saying criminal justice reform. You have a pocket over here saying Medicare for all. You have a pocket over here. Everybody is screaming LGBT, whatever it is. Everybody's screaming for their issue. And your job as an activist is to make sure your issue gets heard to the actual candidate. And sometimes a candidate. Yep. Horton, here's a who. It's a great movie. A lot of metaphors in it. Uh, thank you, Torrent. And you want the candidate to say, okay, now here's where the part gets tricky. You want the candidate to be to, to actually listen to what you say. But here's here's the key, Torin. You have to be an effective candidate in order to do that. I know y'all don't want to hear that, but you gotta be an effective candidate in order to do that. If not, you're better being an activist. What do you mean by that, Tesla? Well, Bernie Sanders was able to have a conversation with Joe Biden. And was able to get put on his um on his uh labor committee because he was able to organize millions of people. Bernie Sanders would not be on the committee if he was not able to organize millions of people. So let's break it down in a very small race, a Congress race. I'll use Marcel as an example. I'm sure he don't mind. I've I've talked about this before on Twitter. I've said it to him publicly and privately. I would rather see him spend more time talking to his actual voters than talking to you guys on Twitter. Because any of you can put a name and say, I live in your district. We don't know that. A candidate 
has very limited time. And 100% of their time should be talking to somebody that can vote for them. Because it is the only way you get any play with the candidate that is least, that is most likely to win. I do not diss him for only having a couple thousand votes. That's a good thing. What my question would be to him is, after you got those 2,000 votes, did you take those 2,000 people? What are you doing with those 2,000 people right now? Did you start a pack to continue to pressure Jim Clyburn? The answer is no. Because talking to y'all, 2,000 people on Twitter who cannot vote for him is no threat to Jim Clyburn. And yes, he did do a great job. He says this all the time. Well, Tesla, I did a great job in getting reparations. Now a discussion. Yes, you did, sir. But that could be done as a PAC, as a political action committee. Because there's a difference between being an activist and a candidate. And he said, Tesla, I understand what you're saying, but I'm saying, and then, you know, sometimes he says, you know, well, I don't know. This is my first time running. I'm going to say this, and this is no shade. But those of you saw, I got my daughter a new car last week. My daughter's been driving all of two weeks. You know, she read the all of she went and got her permit. She read all the information. You know, my daughter actually thinks she can tell me about driving. Any of y'all got a 16 year old that like to tell y'all they know how to drive. She thinks she know everything about driving because she done read the manual. Oh, the manual say this. this. This especially go to my scholars, my scholars in the building. You know who you are. But see, there's something called experience that matters. You thinking you know about a campaign doesn't matter. It, it comes down to the experience. You can read all the books in the world. You can be the scholars. You know, they love telling me I ain't no scholar. Well, you know, you, we, I'm a reparationist. I do this for real. Well, yeah. Well, how many campaigns have you ran then? I do that for real. Oh, well, that ain't got nothing to do with politics. Well, actually it does because the only way reparations can get pushed anywhere is through politics. What the hell y'all talking about? So if you don't know how to run no, no grassroots campaign, I'm talking about a grassroots campaign. I'm not talking about just saying your grassroots. I'm talking about actually grassroots campaign, like, you know, getting a ballot, getting something on the ballot, getting an initiative passed, you know, that type of shit. Not just talking about it. If you haven't done it yet, then you can't speak from experience. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you what it is. And because those things are so hard to do, it requires the person to put all of their attention into the one thing they choose to do, which is a candidate or an activist. If you like what you heard on Straight Shot No Chaser, please subscribe and drop a five-star review and tell a friend. Straight Shot No Chaser is a production of the Black Effect Podcast Network and iHeartRadio. I'm Tesla Figaro, and I'd like to thank our producer, editor, mixer, Dwayne Crawford, and our executive producer, Charlemagne the God. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. 
Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to the highly anticipated 100th episode of Tank and Jay Valentine's R&B Money Podcast with artist Chris Brown. Even working with you from Carrie Hills and Adonis, mm-hmm. back in the day, I was 15, 14 doing that album. So like I said, I was in school like, yeah. okay, this is how you do it. This is how you make a song. There's a verse, a pre-chorus, and then mm-hmm. a hook. I didn't know none of that. You learned I, that over a summer, bro. That's what I, it felt like. That's what it felt like. Listen to R&B Money on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.